I'm Brandon Bartnick, and this is the Future of Mobility podcast. We're at an exciting time in the mobility sector with new technology causing us to continually question the way we move both goods and people. My job is to talk to the people leading this revolution and to highlight the challenges and opportunities we face as we develop and implement safe, sustainable, and equitable mobility solutions. This podcast is brought to you by FEV. Check us out on LinkedIn or learn more at FEV.com. Today, I'm excited to share the first episode from my Student Spotlight series, in which I'll be highlighting a few individuals who are interns or still actively pursuing a degree and who aspire to make an impact in the mobility sector. Today's guest is Media Sina. Media is currently an R&D engineer intern at Coreshell Technologies and is studying chemical and biomolecular engineering at UC Berkeley. As you'll hear, much of her focus has been on battery technology and the pursuit of more efficient and longer lasting batteries. Please enjoy my conversation with Media Sina. Today I'm joined by Media Sina for a, a special student spotlight episode. Media, appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you so much, Brandon. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, could you first uh, start by introducing yourself and yeah, you know, what, what are you doing right now? Sure. So, um, currently I'm a fourth year studying chemical engineering and minoring in public policy at the University of California, Berkeley. Um, you know, in the midst of COVID and craziness of life, I decided that I would take a semester off and, um, you know, work and do some research that I've always been interested in. Um, And, you know, we'll be talking a little bit more about this, but this is kind of how life is going right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely a uh, unique year here. Uh, Yeah, could, could you speak a bit about what that research looks like? Sure. So actually, um, I'm an R&D engineering intern at Coreshell Technologies. Um, We are a battery solutions startup based in San Leandro, California. And uh, my time at Coreshell has been really an incredible experience. Um, I've been wearing a lot of hats and learning the most I've ever learned in my life. Um, At its core, I work on lithium ion batteries and making Mm -hmm. them better. So um, at Coreshell, we're solving the the key degradation issues of batteries, which is the SEI, also known as the solid electrolyte interface. Um, This SEI is the result of the the extreme voltages that we operate batteries at. And it's kind of a irreversible, unwanted chemical reaction, kind of like a rust on your batteries. And it is the the culprit of why, you know, our iPhones get worse as we we have them and why, mm-hmm. uh, frankly, batteries are, you know, not as perfect as we want them to be. Um, and so at Coreshell, we are developing nanolayer coatings that can protect against this degradation. Um, and therefore, it enables increased range, um, higher energy density, and can protect against the dangerous thermal runaway And the cherry on top is that it reduces the formation cycling time by about 90%, which means big savings. Um, So kind of, I think the the major reason that EVs, for example, have not been cost competitive with standard IC vehicles is just that they're more expensive. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to, uh, we're trying to bring that down so that we can enable a greener future um, by having more affordable energy storage for all. 
So I, I work with our lead chemist and the CTO directly on um, doing the chemistry and developing these materials. I do a lot of cost modeling about battery manufacturing on the side. And recently I've been uh, trying to learn some machine learning to kind of make all our processes smarter. Sounds, sounds very interesting. Yeah, and uh, as, as you mentioned, uh, cost is a big factor for EVs, right? And a lot of that cost comes from the battery pack. So definitely uh, meaningful work there. What do you think? So, so, so far, how long have you been in the internship so far? Uh, it's about six months now. Oh, cool. cool. So you've actually been, yeah. So um, yeah. is there anything in particular that stands out that was unexpected to you or, or particularly cool that you've been able to do? Well, I think something that is um, really exciting about our technology is that, you know, currently we're focusing on state-of-the-art lithium-ion batteries, but the truth is that there's a lot of new technologies, you know, like always being researched um, that have, you know, higher energy density and can enable a lot more powerful utilization of batteries. And so um, it's been really interesting to see how this process could also work with future um, battery technologies to come. And I'm really excited to, you know, just stand back and watch the the new era of energy storage come to fruition. Nice. And how about, so you, you mentioned you were able to wear a lot of different hats with, within this, uh, this experience. Is that something that you think you've, uh, yeah, fits you well being able to see all the different bits and pieces and, and moving around, or do you think you'll be more kind of siloed and find one thing and, and dig deep in your career or are you not, not really sure which way you'll go? I mean, I think, um, I actually remember hearing it on your one of your other podcasts um, that <laughs> I think Tim was saying that, you know, you the the best scientists kind of both go broad and deep. So it's definitely important to have a wide range of understanding on a lot of topics. However, at this point in my career, I, of course, I'm trying to dig deeper on, you know, all of these things that I've started to kind of learn. But, you know, you could you could go into a rabbit hole and study them for the rest of your life and still not know everything about them. Yeah. So do you have a do you have a, a feel then uh, for what you'd want to do with your career? Like, is battery technology the most uh, most exciting thing for you? Or uh... yeah, I mean, I think I think that being uh, the the age that I am, you know, our our entire kind of like existence is threatened by climate change. I mean, it is for literally everyone who's mm -hmm. alive on this planet. And so um, it's really important to me as well as like literally every other <laughs> life form um, to kind of work on these problems so that we can, um, we can build a better future that's, you know, more, more equitable um, and just more sustainable. So definitely I'm I'm committed to working in fields where, you know, doing science can have a direct impact on life as we know it. And that's something that's really exciting about, um, you know, working at a startup is like, it's go, 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 go. And then it becomes real all of a sudden, you know, it's so fast paced and um, it's just extremely rewarding to like be a part of the movement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And, and I think that, uh, yeah, cl closely aligns with, uh, as, I, as I've said several times on the show, like my 
the thing that kind of drives me is right. So I say it's safe, sustainable and equitable mobility solutions are something that I've, I found and it definitely not something that I had really targeted back when I was in college that, uh, that I knew was an area I wanted to work, but as I kind of was able to explore different, uh, different areas kind of converged and realize, okay, it's not, there, there's a certain aspect of some of this technology that stands out to me that, that feels meaningful and fulfilling to me. And it's, it's really where it's, for, for me at least making an impact in the world and yeah, it seems similar for you it's a it's like a wonderful reason to get up and work hard every day just having yeah. that end goal in mind yeah for sure how about do you do you have any thoughts whether it's uh or do you even care necessarily whether it's a startup or a large oem supplier etc that you uh they work for um do i care <laughs> i I mean, I think that having my one of my like big first pivotal experiences at a startup has been really rewarding because, you know, alongside like doing the the research and kind of like engineering, we're also like building out our lab at the same time. And, you know, like it's it's just making me be a better scientist and kind of have a, a like foot in on almost everything that happens um like as well as like business development and so I'm really glad that this was like my first experience however I think you know it doesn't really matter who's doing the work like eventually the goal for startups is to um you know partner with these large OEMs um so we're all in it together and I think that if I was doing it anywhere else it would still be just as meaningful yeah, and I guess two two interesting or two interesting things there. So, so first is yeah, I, I would tend to think if if you truly are kind of driven by uh, a why type thing or like a, like a purpose type vision rather than just making money or for the success of your company, then then yeah, it does become kind of we're, we're all in this together, more the merrier type uh, type approach, which, which I think is a yeah again for me a, a good fun way to work and also uh, I think productive, but. At the same time, yeah, I also, I think it's cool. I, I guess do you, you, you've touched on it and I think you do appreciate, uh, but as opposed to working at a huge uh, corporation where you're, you're so focused on, on one thing, like I, I, I would tend to think that the exposure to all these different areas for business development operations and everything uh, goes a long way for early experience. Absolutely. It's, it's been you know, un incredible and like, I mean, I didn't have much to compare it to, but I think I, I know that um, it's it's just been like a fantastic learning experience. And, you know, I I like hang out with the CEO and CTO, which I don't think a lot of people that work at huge corporations get to yeah. say. Um, and you know, it's it's like really incredible to be surrounded by scientists who are you know in it and really passionate. Um, and they, they work so unbelievably hard. Like, yeah. I, I don't know, like 80 hours a week, I swear. Like, so it's, you know, it's the Silicon Valley rush. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's contagious. How about some, maybe my last question and also a, uh, a challenging question, but I, I know for me personally, part of the value of internships was realizing what I didn't want to do as much as realize what I do want to do. Mm -hmm. um, it, it sounds like generally you've had a positive experience, so may maybe there's not anything there, but does anything stand out as uh, aspects of your work or anything that you've realized maybe you 
you want to avoid um, based on what you've been able to experience? Thankfully, there's really nothing that I can say, you know, like, I hated that. I don't want to ever do that again. Um, And I, you know, I like, so I study chemical engineering and um, it can be a sort of dated field, you know, like when you think of it in terms of like petroleum engineering, which is what a lot of chemical engineering programs Mm kind of like lean towards. Um, But, you know, I was like learning all this like theoretical stuff in school and then I, I came in and I was like asked to apply those core principles, but like do something that I have never done before, which is a lot of modeling, um, like, you know, make making those models like work on machine learning, you know, mm-hmm. and like I didn't study that. Uh, so it's been quite a, <laughs> a learning uh, curve, but like I actually realized that I do really enjoy programming and like you know, kind of as long as like, I also really work, I like working in the lab, but, you know, just sitting at your desk and like focusing and kind of making this, building this program is also really fun and rewarding. Cool. Yeah. So, sounds, yeah. Sound, sounds like a, a fun experience and I uh, am excited to, so first of all, I appreciate you, you uh, participating in the, uh, the student spotlight series here and yeah, excited to stay in touch and uh, to kind of see where things go for you. Thank you so much, Brandon. It's been really great talking to you. Um, and I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, mobility is so important, especially, um, you know, in the field I work on, bringing more sustainable uh, solutions to mobility because, you know, we're not going to make cars go away. And globalization is obviously, you know, like we want to travel, we want to go and yeah. uh, do things. And so it's important that we can do that and still uh, protect the earth and our health. So I'm, I'm really excited for, for the future of all this. Um, and I appreciate so much you taking the time to speak with me today. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Media. Talk to you later. Have a good one. The future mobility podcast is brought to you by FEV for more than 40 years. FEV has been a global leader in the development of mobility solutions for the transportation industry with a team of experts passionate about innovation through the design, development, integration, and validation of turnkey vehicle and propulsion system technologies. FEV is your partner for the development of future mobility solutions. I'm your host, Brandon Bartnick. If you want to learn more or get in contact, share feedback or questions, the best place to find me is on LinkedIn at Brandon Bartnick. Thanks for listening.